everybody, and welcome to the Quick Fix Podcast. I'm Forrest Hammond II, and here you'll get proven information to increase success and improve in every area, including finance, leadership, and relationships. Better information equals better thinking, and that guarantees better results. You just have to change what's going into your brain. Now it's time to get your quick fix. This is the Quick Fix Podcast. Quick Fix! Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is one of the favorite parts of my week, and uh, just glad to talk with you. It's kind of fun to hear back from people, too, to hear how they like the episodes and just details on, on really what they're thinking. It seems that this last week, someone was listening to one of the episodes and laughed probably at me and... Uh, Got, almost got in trouble at work. And so, it, ironically, it was my sister. So maybe I did it on purpose. You know, you never know. But uh, it was pretty good. So I like hearing about what you guys like and, and all that. So keep keep it coming. Quick note, so you actually know where to tell me about how you're liking things, is you can email me at quickfixpodcast, Q-U-I-C-K-F-I-X-X-Podcast at gmail.com. So as always, going to start with a good quote, Jeffrey Gitomer, sure I'm not saying that right, but he said, change is not a four-letter word, but often your reaction to it is. So today, I want to chat a little bit about a topic that is really one that is very needed in our country, in our world. It's essential, in my opinion. And I'm always right, so this is correct. So the topic is, you know, of course, so you want to be a leader. I had a few questions in thinking about it. So, number one, what is a leader? How do I become a leader? Is there a specific trait that makes an ideal leader? What is the best kind of leader? Which you could think those are the same questions, but, um, you know, we'll go into that in a little bit. And are leaders born or are they made? Are there automatic leaders and people that just can never be leaders? All really good questions. And we're going to go through that. So as always, I think it's when you're going through this information, I think it's important that you remember my goal is to influence you to improve some area of your life, to have success, change your thinking, give you better information to get better thinking. I don't want people, you know, listening to these podcasts and saying this, this is exactly the truth, even though sometimes I do put my opinions across as the truth. And, you know, there's information in here that I've studied out and I've lived and I've gotten results from, and I've seen that success. And of course, I'm going to give you information that is success-based, but I want you to learn from this, glean what you can from others as well, and decide what you truly think. Uh, we don't, we shouldn't let others program us what to think. But the best thing you can do is learn how to think and then come up with your own opinions and thoughts yourself. So the first thing 
that I want to bring up is everything rises and falls on leadership. Cool, but what the heck does that mean? I remember hearing that for the first time was kind of like, okay. Uh, but, it, I mean, if you look at everything in your life, you could look at church, you can look at your work, in your family. Uh, that's a big one for me. Everything is moved by leadership. So if it's good leadership, if you have a really crappy boss that's just a domineering manager, if you have a super inspiring neighbor, if you know you have somebody in your home that teaches you true principles by their example, all of the things that happen are based on leadership. So I think it's awesome to study history and to see all the leaders there. I mean, we can name off dozens and dozens of great leaders. And I like to learn about the ones that aren't especially uh, so famous that you can learn these little things about them and, and see the amazing things they did with little bits of, of leadership. So I, I like to take the first one and what is a leader? There are books and seminars and, I mean, just an endless information defining what a leader is. I think there's a lot of good definitions, but it can really fluctuate based on who's talking and specifically why they're talking about it. I put down some thoughts on it. You come up with your own conclusions. Uh, leadership is not just a position of power is one of the first things I thought of that just because someone gets you know, elected or hired to a position, uh, there's a lot of ways you can get into those areas where you have the potential to be a leader, but it's not just that position or the title that makes you a leader. Uh, religious leader Marion G. Romney said, you cannot lead anyone any place you're not going. I think that's super powerful. And a leader leads himself first. So you have to start internally before you can move externally. Results and, the, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You have to be doing the things that you're talking about, or it just makes you a hypocrite. And to the best way to lead someone, you know, the best way to get through a minefield is to find someone who's been through it and still has all of their appendages. That's, <laughs> that's pretty smart. Other words that I looked at, influence, that's a, a big one for me. I think, I don't think that's all leadership is or, or limited to influence, but I think that you have to be influential. I think hunger is inherent in the leader. You got to be hungry, man. I'm hungry to get some work done. I'm hungry to get results. Uh, and I think listen aggressively, listening aggressively is a major part of a leader when, when you're talking to somebody and you know, you can tell that they've got something else on their mind or they're really waiting to jump in. Like, what are you going to stop so I can jump in and say something? You know, a leader listens aggressively to find what you want to talk about and then continues to pull that out of you. Being a great listener, we've talked about that before. But I think if we're listing off a, I mean, an endless list of qualities to define a leader, I, that, that could go on forever. And I don't think that's the best way to define what a leader is. Every leader is different. A lot of times, some leaders are very reluctant. They're 
in introverts um, from the book called It's Your Ship Management Techniques from the Best Dang Ship in the Navy by Captain D. Michael Abrashoff. It's an excellent book on leadership and from the perspective of a captain in the Navy. And he says, uh, in talking about empowering people, Empowering means defining the parameters in which people are allowed to operate and setting them free. And I think that's what a leader does is empowering people and then setting them free to act to gain those skills that at some point you had to do yourself. And Chris Brady says caring is fundamental to leadership. If you don't care about the people that you're working with, then you won't feel like empowering them and then enabling them to become leaders just like you are. And from that same book goes along that same line, real leadership done by example, not precept. So it just have to show the example and, and be the leader that you're expecting other people to be. To me, this brings up a really good point. So in, in wanting to be a leader, where do you start? If, you know, you know all of the, the characteristics that you need to have and the things you can develop, but really, what's that jumping off point? And in my opinion, at some point, you have to be giving given that opportunity to kind of take that leap. If I'm learning to be a diver and, you know, we do all the motions while standing in the gym and we go in the pool and we do some you know, strokes and we're treading water. That's really neat. But if I never get to the high dive and get to take that first jump, even if it's horrible, even if it's just ugly as sin and you're just, oh my goodness, you know, why do we ever let him be on the dive team? If you never get that opportunity, you're never going to be able to become a great diver. And I think the same thing is true of leadership. If you're never given an opportunity, even if, you know, it, let's say you're the leader and you're looking at somebody, even if you're not really not sure if this person is going to cut it, they, you know, they just, oh man, you know, what if they mess it up? Well, they need to be given that opportunity and you can be surprised or disappointed, which is awesome. So, you know, you never know, but you never know until you give it a shot. So this is kind of jumping the gun a little bit, getting a little ahead of myself. But I think it's, you know, you look from uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. So if we're looking at, you know, you've been a leader, you've been in that position, looking at the true measure of how well you did on your watch is a legacy you hand your successors. And that's also from your ship. And there's a few books that talk about this, but one of the measuring sticks of how effective you were as a leader is the legacy that you built. And uh, Captain Ebershoff talks about that quite a bit, and I believe it good to great it does as well, to show once they've built this great company, they've they've built this great team, they've been an amazing leader, then the amazing thing is seeing one or two generations later on, does that legacy continue? It, does that success continue? Does the company continue to improve? Or is it just a dip back down to the 
whatever success or failure they were having before this person was there. So to be a leader, you need to build a legacy. And part of that is building others to be the leaders. The highest level of influence and the highest level of leadership is developing leaders who develop leaders. So you want to develop leaders, of course, but if you're developing people who are developing others, that is real leadership. And that idea I took from launching a leadership revolution by Chris Brady and Ord Woodward, and both of them are rated by Inc. Magazine as some of the top most influential people, top 50, both of them on that same list, which is pretty amazing. So I think a brief word on what a leader is not. Leaders are not born. They are made. Let me, let me just repeat that in case somebody missed it. Leaders are not born. They are made. There's no, no such thing as automatic leaders. And there's no such thing as some people can't be leaders. And uh, if you believe that, I don't know who sold you that steamy pot of bull hockey and called it a casserole, but that is definitely false. And it's just like anything else. I can learn from someone else's example. I can learn from someone else's tutelage and help me do what they do. If they're successful at it, I can do the same thing. So to think that leadership is just this natural mantle that you can have or you don't have, I think that's such a false idea that has been perpetuated to us. And especially when leadership is one of the highest paid, or if not the highest paid uh, positions out there. That leadership is the the skills that people pay more for than anything else. So don't let the man keep you down. Develop leadership and get paid. So in the book Excellence Wins by Horst Schultz, he talks about leadership and he says leadership is a lot about conscious decision making. It is about making up your mind that certain things are going to happen because you're going to pursue them relentlessly. You're going to let nothing stand in your way. I think that goes back to leaders being hungry. They're not going to stop until they get the results that they're looking for. So I pulled out some statistics from an old book and I wanted to illustrate how disturbing these results are. In looking at this, uh, this book is called Leaders, The Strategies for Taking Charge by Warren Bennis and Bert Nannis. And the copyright is 1985. So that's as old as I is. So to, to read these statistics and to think how in 35 years, how much worse they probably are. So listen to this. Fewer than one out of every four job holders say that they are currently working at full potential. One half said that they do not put effort into their job over and above what is required to hold on to it. The overwhelming majority, 75%, said that they could be significantly more effective than they presently are. And close to six out of 10 Americans on the job believe that they do not work as hard as they used to. This uh, may or may not be true, but it's their perception. 
So I I think that just shows the level of leadership that we have because of if we had true leaders who truly cared for the people that are working with them and they set the proper example of not just, hey, get out there and get to work, but working with them and for the people, you would see, and, and as long as their wise match up, they're, they're doing the things that really give them purpose. I believe that there's these kind of statistics would never be seen in the workplace. So what does that effective leader look like? It can be any different kind of person. It doesn't have to be a CEO of a company. It can be a dad being a stay-at-home dad, taking care of his kids and showing them proper ways to treat women showing them proper values, showing them how to work. It can be um, a, a mom boss. Um, it could be, I mean, there's so many ways that we can be leader leaders and not in the typical ways that we think. I think we've put it really into a box. So think outside the box with it. You can do little things every day to show that you're a leader. And it's not necessarily to show someone that you are but just to prepare yourself for other opportunities. And back to the tripping point um, in leadership by David Bird. He says, top leaders track daily activity to hold them accountable to effective actions. This pushes them beyond self-imposed limitations and grow beyond accountability to personal accountability. So he kind of tears accountability, personal accountability that we start out with, you know, having to, to hold ourselves to this bar, maybe somebody else externally, and that we can move to personal accountability. He also says the most important type of courage to a leader is emotional courage. Emotional courage to the effective leader is a predetermined, productive mindset toward negative events and circumstances. So if we can gear ourselves to that positive thinking that no matter what's going to come up, because there's always going to be challenges, especially in leadership, that we can set our minds to be prepared for that and always putting people first. We could be the type of leader that those people need and that our country needs and our world needs, our families need. That's what, that's really what I wanted to focus on. And I know I didn't answer some of the questions on there, but you know, what is a leader? It's a mix of different qualities and different personalities There's not one size fit all, and they are people who will influence others in a, any position, I'd say in any position that they are in and that they have hunger and that they care for people enough to put people first, to help them find their why, to be an example of what people should do and be. And then they lift others to be able to do that. And then for those people who then become leaders to lead others. So a lot of, a lot of things in there, but that's a leader. And how do you become a leader? Well, I had a few things in there about how to become it. We'll talk more about that. And that should be some more of the uh, episodes that you have coming up. That, that will be the topic there.
Is there an ideal or specific traits for a leader? I'll leave that up to you. You can decide what that looks like for you and then become that. Is there a best kind of leader? Well, I would say that is a leader who develops leaders who develops leaders, that level five leadership. So all these books, I'm going to link in the episode notes because I want you to take a look at them. There's a dozen other ones that I wanted to share with you, but it's a journey and we're all just going to work towards moving forward with one thing. So your quick fix for today is decide what kind of leader you want to be and where. Then do one thing. Pick one thing that will make you be a better leader, whether it's picking an attribute that you'd like to personify more in your life. Is it, you know, doing one act of service a day for somebody? Is it taking initiative at work, getting the position where you can have more influence on others, and then taking the reins of that leadership role and working towards that? Or is it taking a small opportunity with one of your kids to show them what a real leader looks like? You know, whether it's teaching them some of those characteristics, but most likely showing them, showing them how to work and show them the values that truly make a leader really special and makes a leader a leader. So remember, kids, only dead fish go with the flow. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Quick Fix podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you next time. Quick Fix!